The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Is that really the best you got? Bring him, baby. Ben Askin, ladies and gentlemen. The side. There's the Muhammad with his first career win by submission. Beautiful job. So this time I was like, you know what? I'm in there early a little bit right now, you know? Make a little fun for the fans so I get in the crowd and have some food. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is, Bilal Muhammad. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. I should have made we're out of here. Welcome to oh. UFC Unfiltered. Please talk when you do What's that, buddy? I said I always talk when you do what? I always talk when you're doing the intro. That's okay. It's part of our charm. You want to start over? Nope. Welcome no, to UFC Unfiltered. Clock is ticking. Okay. No, we're I, fine. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. We have Bala Muhammad. We also have Ben Askren. And I got to be honest, Matt, I've, I've been taking a lot of your advice. And um, I, I'm a housewife. As you should see me now with my Oculus Quest on, doing a little box, a one and two and cross and cross and uppercut and uppercut and duck. I'm doing the exercise you said your wife does, and it's good cardio. It is fair, right? Really it good cardio. Good. It yeah. is like I told you, man. I texted you. You never got back to me. I'm not holding you. You're a busy man. You think you're I could busy, lose weight doing that? I can, if I do little, that every day. You're a busy little bird. I texted, hey, how do you like the, uh, how do you like that fit thing? You're probably like, ah, save it for air. I probably didn't see it. Well, maybe you didn't. But listen, you know what I, I didn't see? My fucking manscaped. I need, look at my fucking beard. I can't look find it. I like it. I, I got to, nah, look at this. this. I always keep wiping thinking I got toothpaste, but it's, it's, it's like gray hair. Yep. You know, Jimmy, I need a new, hey, Antonio, send me a new manscaped. Yep. <laughs> you know that. All right, back to business. Yo, I'm looking for your out. text now. I don't want you. Oh, you know what? I didn't even see these. It said, let me know when you try to, to that, uh, that FitX uh, R just did it. I feel my show. I don't think I saw that. Did you see the next one, which was a, a tear emoji with a guy with the emoji with the tear because you didn't answer me back? No, but I I just didn't see it. Sometimes I don't I don't always check my text. A lot of times I'm busy doing my new FitX R. I don't check, dude. That thing's excellent, man. I guess right. I don't check my email and I don't check my voicemail. I think all I check is my text. I see. yeah. Oh, gay. We got uh, Bilal. You say Bilal. I say Bilal. Bilal Muhammad. Yes. Is he? Oh, he's here. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in right now. 
listen, Jimmy, you don't know this. And I didn't tell you this yet. Yeah. Maybe we'll let Bilal say uh, who's the who's going to be on his show tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's a great one. It's going to be Michael Chiesa against Matt Sarah. Oh, that's Thank a very, you. very, that's a great show. I didn't know it was, you, now you guys are competing. Now, what is the, what is the push of the show? Like, what, what exactly is it? Because Michael just told us, but he didn't give us a lot of details. Uh, so it's like a different type of game show, like different type of podcast to show a different side of the fighters and just like give the fans a different look. Like, you know, a lot of guys where it's usually every podcast is, hey, so how's camp? How's this? Right. Like, how do you feel? And everybody, you know, they all give the same boring answer. It's boring. So like with me, I wanted to start off with the game show part. Because every fighter is competitive. Every every person who I bring on is competitive and they're fun. So, like, and a lot of the questions are fun questions. So, a lot of them have to do with, like, like fun filters and guess who is this guy that's with a girl filter. And you have to guess who it is. So, it's all, like, fun questions or, like, I'll have, like, UFC record questions. So, like, it educates you a little bit. But you see a different side of the fighters. And all of them are competitive. It's, it's real fun when you got guys on there that, like, have personality. And it shows a different side of them. Like, I had, like... Neil Magny on there and Neil Magny and, uh, against Curtis Blades and Neil Magny was like super competitive and he was talking trash. And then a lot of the fans on the comments on our YouTube comments like, man, Neil Magny's like hilarious. Like, what? Like, why doesn't he do this more? And I'm like, yeah, he just brings a different side of guys. That's what I want. That, that was like my goal of the show. Isn't it funny how competitive people get about like, well, it's like when you're riding in the radio, a radio show has on like, you know, what's your favorite ice cream, Rocky Road or chocolate? And people are calling it and you really do take a side and, and you, you want your side to win. It's funny. People are very competitive with, with shit like this. Yeah, it's, it's smart. Exactly. And especially with fighters. And then usually at the end of our game show, the loser has to do like a mean tweet. So like you have to tweet something out and then you can't say it was from the show. So like, well, the first time I, had, I know who's not doing that. <laughs> if I lose, listen, I'm not even on Twitter. I don't even know it's a thing where you go versus somebody, but I'm down to have a good time. But no, don't get sure. me wrong. I'm a grown ass man. You're not making me eat spinach if I lose at this fucking thing. I'll have a, I'll have a, the loser's got to do a thing on Instagram. He shows his ass. No, Bilal. I'm coming on to have fun. And then we go from there. Okay. That's very Chris competitive. Was on there and Chris Weidman was on there and he lost. And he had a tweet out, Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza. And well, everybody on Twitter went nuts. They're like, are you serious? You're, you're, are you a moron? You, you betrayed us. And I was like, oh, man. That's so bad for him. That it's is just funny. something. It's something ridiculous that's going to annoy. It, it is funny. What again? What people get annoyed at, right? Uh, something like that would never phase me, but some people will read that and really take it personally. There's a man. A lot of people say like uh, Yair Rodriguez was on there. Yair, Yair lost, and I made him tweet out, "I hate Robert Whitaker," because Robert Whitaker is like the <laughs> nicest guy in the world. That's pretty funny. Everybody was like, "What the heck? We hate you, Yair. We hate you. We hate you. How could you hate him?" And I was like, "Oh man, people really took this to heart." That is funny. That's funny. Yeah, what what when now what made you come up with this? Had you kind of bounced around a few ideas, or was this something like a long time ago? You're like, I like because it's very interesting the, the concept, and it seems like you there's a variety of things you cover. Um, well, John Anik, because I'm on the show with John Anik's brother, Jason Anik, really good dude. Uh, he was telling me the whole time, like, man, we need to get you a podcast. I want to get you your own show because uh, it's under the, their podcast, the Anik and Florian podcast. So uh, he was telling me the whole time, and I was like, man, I don't want to do the same old boring thing that everybody does has podcasts, and you know they're there's already a, a set of people like when you want like kind of like fun and then like entertainment, like you come to your podcast when you want like more like fighting and betting, you go to like the Anik Florian podcast, the Bisming podcast is hilarious. It's like, there's like a already like a, a set of people that you already know that you're going to go to the podcast. So I didn't want to be one of those guys. Hey, I got my podcast and then do the same old UFC stats. What's going on this week with the UFC fights and then give my, who I think is going to win. Like I wanted to do something different. I was like, 
me, like my personality is like fun. So like, I was like, man, I want to have fun with this. So like, I just brought up the idea and they're like, oh man, that's a great idea. Let's do that. So I was like, it worked. It started to work. It started to pick up a little more. Yeah. That's great, man. Uh, what kind of questions are they? Is it yeah. pop culture? <laughs> a lot of it's literally uh, like fun uh, filter. So like I have face matches. So like I put two faces together and you have to guess which two fighter faces they are. So like, you, you'll see it. it's gonna be hilarious you're gonna have fun with it real 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 fun it's not like none of those i'm not gonna tell you what's the square root of 519 it's all it's all fun questions that all have to do with like mma and like most of it's like picture stuff and fun stuff fun all right man i'm yeah. all in you put a lot of work yeah, into yeah. it like you're the perfect guy for the show everybody already's like man man sarah's gonna be hilarious I'm like you're the perfect guy oh i'm looking and i like michael kiesa a lot that's so much fun I didn't know. I I didn't know the premise. I had no idea. You just, you hit me up, Jimmy. uh, Bilal hit me up when I was in Abu Dhabi and I, and he wanted me to do it. And I go, well, I wanted to be up there. This thing. I don't, my job, you know, I I was over there. My time is my sleep is all effed up. Sure. I mean, so uh, I said, when I get home and I'm home and now we're going to do it this Thursday night. Yeah. Tomorrow night, 830 Eastern. It's going to be a freaking party. So how are you feeling, man? You're on a, what, a three-fight win streak? Yeah, yeah, I'm on a three-fight win streak. One, la- seven of my last eight. Shit. Uh, feeling good. You know, I got uh, fighting again in uh, three weeks now. Three weeks. Yeah. I feel like, oh, you caught you caught the COVID. That's why we haven't seen you in a little bit. Yeah, literally. It was literally like the worst timing ever. It was literally the Sunday before my fight. I woke up, you know, I was supposed to leave Tuesday. I woke up at 4 a.m. and I'm like shivering and freezing. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong? Please, no. So I'm like, I want to grab my jacket. I want to sleep again. I'm like still shivering with my jacket on. I got a, a heavy jacket on. And I'm like, come on. So it's like 4 a.m. Like my sister was a pharmacist. So like I try to call my sister. I'm like, what can I take to, to make me okay? And she's not answering because it's 4 a.m. So I call my buddy who's like a doctor. And he's like, he answered, thankfully. And he's like, oh, man, that's that's a sign of COVID. Uh like, go get a rapid test tomorrow just to make sure. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't want to go to Vegas. And I know if you go to Vegas, you get popped for COVID. Like, they make you drive home and you can't get back in the airplane. And I was like, yeah, man. God dang it. So then uh, literally I was like, all right. So I had to take off two weeks, not doing nothing. And then thankfully I was able to uh, reschedule it. How sick did you get besides the shivers? Was that like as bad as it got for you? Or did it get worse over the next few days? Or did you lose your sense of taste and smell? Uh. Literally, the only thing I really had was uh, bad aches. So I had the I had, my fever was getting up to like 104. Oh wow, uh, 103. Yeah, it was getting it was getting that bad. And then uh, so then I had a, just like I was doing the Tylenol ibuprofen thing, and then thankfully like by midday it would keep going down. But like I didn't lose taste or smell, but I was just uh, I was just getting really bad body aches. And then you know usually after a fight, you know you just dieted for like six seven weeks. So like after a fight, you're you're eating really bad. Cause like you earned it, you fought. So you get, you had your right. fight. So like I was sitting there two weeks doing nothing. And I had, I was eating bad and I was just like depressed. Cause I'm like, I didn't even earn this freaking this burger or like these, this ice cream or anything like that. So like, it was just a bad couple of weeks just mentally. But then, uh, you know, thankfully I got through it. I'm healthy and, uh, uh, just happy to be close to another fight. Who were you supposed to fight? Yeah. I was supposed to fight Diego Lima. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So it's still going to be the same thing. We're still the same guy. Uh, Basically, it's just basically two cans for the same guy. All right. Awesome, man. So how, and you're feeling yeah. healthy. You don't have any, like some people say there's lingering issues from this thing. This like COVID. mental fog oh, and mental shit like that. Work. Yeah. Yeah. But even also the, yeah, the fog thing and, the, and also yeah. in the chest, do you feel anything in your lungs? Or are you cool? No. Yeah. Like, thankfully, like I didn't have any of those problems. Like uh, my manager, Ali, was telling me, yeah, go get a, 
go get your chest x-ray x-ray because a lot of the russian guys that he had they like they went back and they were getting like blood clots and then bleeding out of their mouths when they started training and i was like oh wow but uh yeah thankfully like literally like just uh the first week was just getting back into shape and you know it just felt more out of shape than anything and uh no really breathing problems or issues like that but like right now i feel back to normal i feel like uh, uh i'm ready for a fight again was there any point where it was scary? Because there's so much talk about, like, if you have the flu, you kind of know where it goes. But, like, was there any point where it's like, fuck, I, I've never had this. I don't have any idea how bad this can get. Did you have any moments where you're like, how bad will this get? Or did you, were you kind of okay the whole time? Literally, the only thing that scared me was uh, uh, my parents caught it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I gave it to my parents. And that was, like, my worst nightmare ever. Like, I, like, right. I don't care about me. Like, I feel like I'll be able to do it. But my parents are older. Um so like that was the only thing I was more worried about because my mom lost her taste and smell. My dad just really had body aches. But uh, yeah, I was just more worried about them. Like their fevers were getting up and stuff like that. But uh, thankfully they both cleared out and they're both good now. But yeah, that was like really the only thing for me. Like it was just, man, I just, it was just more depressed about I didn't get the fight. Like if it happened the week after my fight, I don't care, whatever. I'm not even thinking about it. Right. right. Uh, I'm glad it happened after that. this. Like I, I want to just get it over with, get it. And then whatever i'm immune i'm immune a couple months for from it so but i was just like it was like literally the worst timing ever where it was like the freaking week of i'm supposed to go down and that's when i catch it it's funny i didn't know they need to drive back either so like if you land in vegas and you have it they, where they just get your car and go you gotta you gotta ride back now how far do you live from vegas where do you live i'm in chicago so yeah. or you drive. Could, i mean dean thomas he stayed there he stayed at the, the fucking holiday inn for like two weeks which yeah. blows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's more depressing. Like you have to stay there by yourself. So I was like, I know a couple of guys that did it and like, they, they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll just drive back. So they give him a rental car. And then I, I know that uh, Jeff Neal was telling me he got pulled over and like the cop came up to his window and he was like, tell him through the window, like, yo, I got COVID. You sure you want me to open the window? And the cop's like, just keep going. Don't speed anymore. <laughs> that, that's actually not a bad thing to say. I mean, yeah, that's, a great that's what thing I said. To say. I said, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> I'll use yeah. that too, man. Yeah, but now you can say I got COVID, and hopefully the cop doesn't go, oh, I got it too. Roll the fucking window down. Like, that'd be my luck. <laughs> exactly. I want some sick I want some sick pay. Yo, did you watch the fights? Uh, you see the Dustin Poirier versus Connor? Oh, yeah, I watched those, man. Stupid question, huh? Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I guess everybody's seen that. That was something else, huh? What's your take on that? Uh, for me, like, I, I thought from the beginning that Dustin was going to win. Like, I, I was like, man, everybody's underestimating him. But to me, I thought it was more so that Connor was just going in there with his uh, boxing style. I thought that, like, he went in there, was going to prove that he's the best boxer in the UFC with his ego, and then call the Pacquiao fight. Because, like, he wasn't, he didn't have no really movement. He, he does what boxers do. He stays in the pocket, tries to, tries to box with you, close like that. And he wasn't backing out. He wasn't trying to shoot. He wasn't, he didn't change his game plan at all when he fought Dustin. And Dustin was hitting him a couple times in the second round. Uh, and, like, he, he was so heavy on his front foot. And that's why him calf kicks hurt so much. I just felt like Connor's game plan was going there, box him, and then get on the mic and call out Manny Pacquiao and get that big money fight with him. And he thought that that was his game plan. He thought that was going to work. And like I said, this is MMA. Dustin's smart. He got a smart team. And like Dustin had like the perfect game plan, wrestling him early, them calf kicks, they kill, man. A lot of people, once you feel those, like you either got to switch stances or uh, start shooting because like it's not going to get any easier. You can't just take them. And a lot of times you can't even check them. Like you have to get out of the way of them. And it's funny, guys have such good poker faces, but when you change stances, there's no way to hide that. Like when, when leg kicks are doing damage and you have to switch stances, and, and unless you're 
fucking wonder boy and you're changing every 10 seconds anyway people know what you're doing they know that it's effective yeah but but like mcgregor used to do be that style where he'll switch stances throw spinning kicks throw jumping kicks and like he was always smooth as it maybe because he was playing like he had his movement coach and they all played touch button in the park he needs to get back to that guy because his movement was way better with that guy than he was now with just straight boxing planted hard on his feet and that's why everything was hurting him so much yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's coming off the confidence of fighting this guy the first time and just touching yeah. him with that left hand and putting him to sleep. So it must have been something for him after he connected. And there's even a picture going around of him connecting with that left, right, in, in Dustin's face. After him connecting and then Dustin not going anywhere. That must have been a a rude awakening, so to say. So to, you know what I'm saying, speak. I think that yeah. uh, he was – I think he was expecting if he, if he had a clean shot on him – He'd be out of there again, and I think that just Dustin at one fifty five is just more uh, durable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that's mean, what I tell people. Dustin's been in so many wars, and he's fought like the best of the best of the division. What kind of has been sitting on the sidelines a little bit, but like Dustin's been in there. Like you saw him taking hard punches from Hooker, just walking through them. Fought the best boxer, Max Holloway, who I think is in the UFC, and he was just like walking through his stuff too, and he kept up with them volume wise. So like Dustin's a killer. And what do you think of the rest of the division? I mean, it's crazy. I'm so happy that Gilbert Burns and, and Kamara were fighting. I think that's an incredible fight. And everybody kind of wanted to see that fight. Um, poor Leon Edwards has not had any luck. I mean, everything he books, there's a, 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 a positive test or something happens or there's an injury, you know. Um, but what do you think of, uh, of, of Gilbert uh, Usman? I like that fight a lot. I think that's going to be a really good fight. And it's, it just comes down to, like, the training room and, like, both of them know each other so well. So it's yeah. like, who's going to bring something different to the game? Usman's obviously training with a different coach now uh, with Trevor Whitman, who's a great mind. So we're going to see what type of game plan he brings in there and like what kind of boxing he brings to them with his new level. But like, you know, Gilbert's so good on the ground. He's not going to be afraid to go to the ground. So he can sit there on his feet and just throw bombs and not worry if Usman shoots underneath them. But Usman's so good at pushing guys against the fence and holding them on the fence yeah. and making it a boring fight. Like he's not worried about it. Like once you're the champ, it doesn't matter if it's a boring fight or a non-boring fight. Like, you want to keep that title no matter what. And, like, we saw that against him at Masvidal where it wasn't the most exciting fight. But, hey, he still got the belt. He's still getting them champion checks. So, uh, he don't really care. Now, your teammates with ben, you're teammates with Ben Askren, aren't you? Because of we're at Rufus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've trained with Ben Askren a lot. Yeah. We're having him on next, man. And we're going to talk about his, his – uh, Jake his Paul party. fight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that, dude? Honestly, I mean, a lot of people are underestimating Ben, but, like, I think it's going to be more of a, a clinch thing. Like, 100%. Jake Paul, okay, yeah. I think you get close with him, you start grabbing by his head, get a couple of uppercuts, land a couple of uppercuts, let, make the ref break it up a little bit. That's going to weigh around Jake Paul a little bit. And that's, like, Ben Askren go all day grabbing you, holding you. Uh, he's good at not getting hit. Like, literally the only person that's ever knocked him out was uh, Masvidal, and that was at a flying knee. And, I, like, it's not like Jake Paul's going to throw anything of those, but, like, he's fought some of the best strikers in the world. Like he's taking some hard punches, taking some hard shots. Right. Like, I don't think these people, oh, Jake Paul's gonna knock him out in the first round. These are eight ounce gloves. They're not four ounce gloves. And I think he's just so good at taking punches and, and rolling with them. Uh, my biggest thing is just like you know, Ben is just so cocky. He's like, yeah, you know, it's a YouTuber. Like, you got to take him serious because obviously Jake Paul, like, they have so much money. They can bring in the best trainers. He's they're training. They're athletes. So yeah, like, just Ben takes it a little little serious. I think Ben could just pull it out just by like clenching him and staying close in the pockets and stuff with him. Yeah. All right. Well, he's in the waiting room. Bilal, thank you. Uh, we're happy to get a chance to talk to you. And uh, let's promote the uh, the fight with uh, Diego Lima is on. Uh, when exactly is that fight? February 13th. Uh, February 13th. Okay. 
And yeah, um, I'll be seeing have you fun with tomorrow Matt. or tonight. See you tomorrow, it's... Matt. Yeah, we're going to have a good time, <laughs> man. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. There he is. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, you guys? How are you? Now, is this your house with that mic? I, do you, we have two seconds yeah. before I'm, Jimmy starts complimenting mic. your microphone. Is I have a, a, yeah, I do like four podcasts a week. So Jeez. I got some lights. I got the, the, the background that I can change the TV. What's on the TV? Now, the podcast you're doing, you, they're your podcast? You're doing different I ones? do a crypto one on Monday on, tw- on Twitter. Uh, we'll go to a few places. I do an MMA one. That one's really intermittent, maybe like twice a month on Rockfin. And then I do uh, Flow Wrestling has me do the wrestling one. I do that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning usually. Wait, what cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency, yes. I finally, inv- of course, because Uh-oh. I'm a stupid asshole, I buy Bitcoin <laughs> when it's as high as it can be. And I've, I just, I'm, I'm just going to kind of let it's it It's going back there. up. Don't worry, Jim. Don't I worry. hope so, man, because I bought that and Ethereum, just Ethereum a little bit, good. nothing crazy. And then one more. You should invest like, your so- life savings. What's yeah, I know that's what scares me is the fact that it can go up and it's so volatile. But you, you do think it's going to go back up? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I, I think it's going to reach so it is cyclical, but I think the peak ever well, I, I'm taking this from smarter people than myself. Um, probably quarter four of this year, you should listen to the podcast, Jimmy. Yeah, that's again, dude. I know nothing, and it isn't it's funny you hear all the stories about people that had it when it was worth a dollar or two dollars, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to buy into it a little bit. But uh, so, do you invest in Bitcoin? Like, are, are you yes. big into it? You are okay. So you really believe in it? I I, I believe it's going to be the next uh, global reserve currency. Yeah, Re- replacing the gold standard. Am I correct? Did, did they say that oh, someday? The, they, the dollar replaced the gold standard in 1972. Okay, so what would what what would this do? Because again, it I obviously know nothing replace about. the dollar. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep. I'll I'll stay in. I I yeah, will buddy. stay in. Um, I admire the fact that you know a lot about it because I've tried to read about it and I've tried to. I just don't understand. There's a whole podcast on it. You should yeah, actually, if you want to listen to one, this guy yeah. named Michael Saylor, he is like a fucking genius. Um, he invested his company's cash reserves of five hundred million dollars into it when Bitcoin was eleven thousand, and so he's looking like a genius because he tripled that. Um, he's so smart, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to hold on to it then because the idea is you don't want to panic and all of a sudden go, I'm going to get rid of it, you know. Um, and by the way, I like that you're fighting uh, Jake Paul. I know some, right. there's been some whatever comments about, but why not? I mean, what, what the not? fuck? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Well, I like that you like. Listen, like, when did you? When did they approach you with this? Not before or after your hip surgery? Are, are we on the? Are we on the show right now? Oh, or was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the show. Oh, yeah. we're talking about crypto. Fantastic! I love talking about crypto. Yeah, yeah. I was um, actually just asking. This is all part of the show. Yeah. No, this is Matt, not, this uh, is they didn't approach me till. Well, Jake Paul said he wanted to fight me. That when it was in like end of November when he fought Nate Robinson, and I that it was just random. Like, oh, hey, this guy's called me out. Whatever, you know. Um, and then they, maybe a couple weeks later, they kind of like seriously inquired and then it kind of went from there. They went quiet for a while. They came back. I think that he wanted to fight Dylan Dennis because Dylan Dennis is a wimp and Dylan Dennis wouldn't say yes. But you know, Matt, I, I you're going to relate to this. I know you are. A lot of people are like, oh, you're too good for this. Or why are you doing this? It's like, Matt, when I was in high school, uh, not every Friday night, but once in a while, me and my buddies were bored. Hey, I had boxing with my house. Hey, let's go to Ben's house and let's just punch each other. You know, you fight you, you fight you, you fight you. We called that a fun Friday night. Like that was a good time. And now you want to pay me money to do this? It's not like I got to bike box Mike Tyson. I got to box some amateur YouTuber. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, it can only backfire if the dude ends up knocking you out or something. That's what right. happened. Well, hey, listen, yeah. if that's the worst that could happen. Yes. You're not a boxer anyway. It's not your really forte. I feel, and it's funny, Bilal Muhammad was just saying the same thing. I feel with your clinch work and stuff, you could tie this young kid. And then, yeah. you, I mean, listen, you're not an easy guy to knock out. People can't say because you ate that knee from Hawaii. You've yeah. never been knocked out. I've never even seen you hurt. I never I got know. rocked, but that was the only time I've been rocked in my whole career. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? You crazy. see shit like that with guys never, they're never getting even hurt at all. And then shit like that happens. And that's from a guy yeah. who ate a spinning back fist. I understand. I'm yeah. not attacking you. No, there's guys yeah, like but, that. Even the other wrestling kid um, who lost to uh, Kevin who? Lee. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, uh, Gregor, Gregor. Gregor. He's a New York guy. He's a New York guy. But that guy was looking yeah. fantastic. And you know, you want to hear something crazy, Matt? You want to hear something crazy? Yes. I did something with Ariel in June. So that was, you know, a month before the fight. And I, it was me, Stephen Thompson, Stipe. Oh, but Felder and someone else. And they all started joking about the times they got knocked out. And then they look at me and they're like, oh, well, it happens to everyone except you, you know? And then the freaking next month I got, it was such bullshit. It was like, they were all reminiscing about the times that they got knocked out and they woke up and they're like, oh, well, yeah, but it's never happened to you. You got, you've been lucky or whatever. And then freaking the next month. <laughs> hey, listen, you took that as far as a guy that could take it well, you had the best attitude possible. Yeah. I, I forgot to tweet exactly, but it was, well, that sucked. That did suck. The best way to handle everything, man. So listen, I listen, I wonder what kind of money they're throwing at you. That's crazy. That's nice. they, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, but again, it's one of those things where I did it for free. So I'm like, just like a fun, I mean, literally it was a fun Friday night. And so now it's like, my wife and I always kind of laugh, like, what a strange world I live in where they're going to pay me money to go do something that, you know, I, I thought was just like fun for free when I was in high school. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I feel that way about MMA in general. I'm coming from a time when I grew up, I'm a little older. Yeah. You know, there wasn't <laughs> MMA. There wasn't MMA around. So it's like now just getting paid to fight to me was always a blessing. Seriously? And I, and I was fighting when it was absolutely no money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you probably, in your early days, well, my first fight, I got paid 500 and then I think 400 and then 600 my first three fights before I went to Bellator. 
So, you know, essentially nothing. But yeah, I mean, you started when there was like really not less than nothing. <laughs> I'd sell tickets around Long Island. I get paid a flat fee, sell tickets, but I would sell a lot of tickets. So I get almost a couple grand, which as a kid, I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm fighting. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. again, it's so funny. And and you and Ben, you're saying like you think by the seventh. I I don't think it's going to take you seven rounds. I mean, um, you know, I, I think you've been you've been hit by Robbie Lawler. I mean, you've taken punches that he's never taken mm-hmm. before. You've, yeah. you've you've dealt with this before. You've dealt with the what it's like to be hurt and keep fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to take you seven rounds, even though you're, yeah. you. Well, know. one of the unfortunate things, um, you know, athletically, you got to take the pluses with the minuses. And one of the unfortunate things, which is also positive, is. I have the slowest twitch muscles ever. I mean, I, I ran the literal slowest 40 yard dash on my college wrestling team at 5.3 seconds. That was my fastest one. It was 5.3 seconds. So I, I don't have that explosive power. I never have, but the positive is I could just keep going and you know, whether it's wrestling or grappling, whatever, I just go, 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 go. And, you know, I, I exhaust people. I wear them out. Um, and I, and I can put pressure like most people can't felt because I have that, you know, that super slow twitch where I just don't really get all that tired. That's a huge skill to have. You yeah. Know? Well, are these two or three minute rounds? Three minute, eight, are eight, the, three minute rounds. They are three minute. Okay. What was the two minute? Was this fight against Nate Robinson? Was that two minute rounds or were they three or is it Tyson's I'm thinking of that were shorter Ooh. rounds? I think uh, it was Tyson, wasn't maybe it? Maybe shorter rounds. Him and Roy Jones might have had shorter. So. Uh, I'll tell you though, his fight with Nate Robinson, it's funny. Yeah. You saw Jake Paul do some things that were right. You've seen he's been sparring. He'll do yeah. some feints and stuff like that, which, oh, he, and he was aiming his shots. He wasn't looking down when he was punching. But uh-huh. but Nate Robinson might have been an athletic guy, but he was literally running, just running into it. So it, it was like, <laughs> Matt, shit. Like if I you were Nate Robinson, wouldn't you have sparred one time before you got in the ring? I don't, I, I'm going to say that guy did not spar one day. I don't think so, it ever. not look it like that. Unless his coaches are just utter shit. It was, it was crazy. He's, I mean, so you can't really, I didn't see the other one. I, I didn't see the other one, but that last one, I saw, who did he fight besides that? Oh, well, so for- I, I went back and watched the first one. Cause I, like you, I did not watch it. The name is really strange. It's like, ah, Isan Gaib or something like that. It's really right. a weird name, but they looked like both of them at that point. So I think Jake must've done a little bit of practicing for the Nate one. They both looked like, Oh my God, these guys, have never sparred before. <laughs> I mean, literally, you know. Listen, I'm happy for you, man, to get paid. Because, like you said, I heard you you said some in an interview uh, that you'd want to do something anyway. You you're gonna be getting fat. You like you like me. You like to yeah. eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God for you. If I didn't still roll jujitsu, I would be a f- and get off the gluten. Thank God I got <laughs> the gluten. I would yes. be such a meatball. But uh, you know. You were gonna do something anyway. You probably would have done something yes. for Chell's thing for a few grand or you yeah. know. Now you're getting paid. You're, I don't know what you, but you're getting paid. I can tell by the way you're smiling. You're getting paid to <laughs> yeah. beat up this kid. That's so great. Have yeah, I, I, I want to wrestle. I have wrestled. Uh, well, I wrestled Jordan Burroughs, which that was a terrible. I I knew it was a terrible idea, and I just did it because whatever. I like the charity, beat the streets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But besides that, I haven't wrestled a real match like competitively in a little over a decade, and. Dude, wrestling is my first love, probably like jujitsu with you. It's just something I did since I grew up and I love it and I coach it. And so I, I'm not going to be an idiot like when I wrestle Burroughs and like go to the top of the food chain. I'm going to pick some guys like who are a little lower, you know, beat up on them a little bit, build my confidence and then, uh, you know, do a little bit of that. And how's the hip feel? How does that feel? Dude, it's great. It's so good. If I would have known it was going to be this good, I would have done it years ago. 
See, that's what I'm going to say eventually, Jimmy, when I do my knees. Yeah, I should do. I, I mean, I, honestly, I need new I, knees. I would do it like, I mean, I so like just just non-athletically, like I can only sleep in one position for many years, like literally one position. And like, if you forget like what it's like to not be in pain, you know, like when not waking up with pain every day, you forget. And now, you know, it was like literally two days after the surgery, I'm like, my back doesn't hurt. Like, um, I'm on, I must be on pain pills or something, you know? And then my back just never hurt. Again. It just never hurt again, ever. Wow. How would you sleep on your side? Like, how could you sleep? I had to sleep on my side with something on my knee. Cause if my knee, if it like fell past the center, it would be like pain. If it went the other way, it would be in wow. pain. If it went flat, it would be in pain. I mean, it was not good. Well, and how soon after the surgery did you know, all right, I made the right decision. Like, well, yeah, no, the next day I woke up and I'm like, I'm like, you know, I knew, I knew all this over here be gone, but then my back, I'm like, well, my back doesn't hurt. I'm like, oh, I'm, I must be on pain. You know, I'm on pain pills, right? That's why. And, um, I, you know, I was off pain pills within a week and my back pain never came back. It, yeah, it was really, really, I did not expect it at all. They do a total replacement or exactly what did they do? And was there any stem cells involved? I know they've been doing no, it. They've been talking about that. Um, I, I'm going to try the stem cells. I think is at some point with bioaccelerator. Um, I'm, I am looking forward to that, but they said my hip was too bad. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. Um, cause I have multiple issues, but so they, it's called Birmingham hip. They put a cap on it and then they put something on the inside. Actually, um, they, John Danaher had it also. And I kind of talked yes. to him about the surgery. Oh, that's right. And he's yeah. great. John's back moving around and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's All right, so that's different than a full replacement, but this is like, they yes. just, they just kind of went in. If it's newer, they only started it. They started it in 2005. So it's like, it's newer and uh, man, it, it's great. It's great for me, for sure. How long did it bother you for? And like, did you, did you do one thing that you're like, oh fuck, or was it just cumulative from, uh, from training and fighting? Um, yeah. So it was like, it was one of those things again, where, and it was probably Matt could relate with his knees where it's like, once I looked back, once I really knew, knew what was wrong with it, it's like, oh, I've been dealing with muscle tightness there since freaking 2009. You know, it's like, and it got worse and worse and worse. But when I was like, finally like started looking into it and connecting the dots, I'm like, Oh, that's why I've had this issue and this issue. And yeah. So once, once I finally like figured it out, it, it, it was like probably a decade or so I've been noticing it. Wow. Oh, shit. Man. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's great. Let me ask you just a personal thing. Do you know any wrestlers or jujitsu guys who got two new knees? <laughs> I'm just asking. For I, let me think. I feel like I do. I feel like the answer is yes, but I can't name him. Danner right told me one of his guys did, and he's on the mat doing everything. Yeah. But I just need to, I don't know. I know Bisping got two new Oh, Bisping. Uh, I was thinking of Bisping. That's who I was thinking of. He's not a big jujitsu guy, though. I know he's boxing. Would you do yeah. both at once or one at, one at a time? Or just I would do both one at a time. I don't want to be a total cripple. I feel yeah. so weird, you know? Mm-hmm. But shit, man. Well, Ben, that's inspiring, man. Yeah, I like hey, to get back at it. Even you should look into the stem cell, though, Matt. I mean, that was that was my first thing. I looked into it, read up, and they said like the damage was too bad; it wouldn't be able to fix it. Which I appreciate they were honest. Yeah, um, yeah. But the stem cell seems really, really promising. Well, yeah, looking, I did the ones that are available here. Ooh, they're weak, I guess. Uh, I guess they're the shitty ones. Yeah, the shitty ones. I guess I gotta go somewhere else because, again, you know, that's bone on bone. But hey, listen, I would rather roll than walk anyway. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I gotta jump in one of those carts in Disneyland and zoop around it. Whatever, man. (laughs) As long as I can strangle somebody. But that's great, man. When is this fight? When is your fight with April 17th? So I got got like three months, sir. It's 12 weeks or so. 
Yeah. So you're going to be getting yeah. a lot of rounds in. You'll probably be sparring yeah. more now than you probably ever did for MMA. Yeah, I think so. No, I'm looking forward to this. I, I, and again, I respect the Paul brothers because they're not pussies. I mean, those guys really are training and they really are taking it seriously. They're not just, I mean, like, you yeah. know, the uh, Jay Paul, I, I know um, he's really taking it seriously. So win or lose, at least he is trying real hard. So I, I don't think you're going to take seven rounds, though. I mean, it's just there's a difference between fighting a guy who played football and a professional fighter. Yeah. Just, and I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been in a cage or something, but there's just something psychologically different than when you're actually in the competition than being in a practice room in a practice room. There's always someone that can save you. There's a coach or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when you're out in the, in this could be a wrestling match, jujitsu, it could be any of those things when you're on competition and it's you versus them and there's no one to step in and save you. There's no one to help you. It's just you and them and you got to figure it out. Like that's a tough thing. And for someone who's never done that, um, that is not something you learn really easily. I mean, re- re- I think one of the biggest advantages wrestlers have in MMA is the fact that a lot of us have had thousands of matches. By the time we ever get a cage, we have thousands of wrestling matches, and we re- we learn that self-reliance at a really young age. And you're right. He's, he's fought, again, he's fought uh, never never a professional. There's a difference between being in there with a guy who this is what you did for a living for a long time. It's, it's got to be a different mentality than fighting yeah. a guy who's tough, would play football. That guy was not a fighter either. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I I I I I give you maybe second or third round. Uh, nice, it, 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 <laughs> he likes that. Love it, Ben. Yeah, you know, that so. you're, now that you're getting back into the uh, combat sports, uh-huh. you know people are going to be asking you. Well, what about one more bout with the MMA? You ever think you would you rule that out? Because hey, listen, you got that new hip. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Here's what I said when I retired the first time. I said I will never ever in my life, be a full-time fighter again. I'm not going to do it again. If something interesting came up, I would go do that. Which is, this is what's happening, right? Something interesting came up. Sure. I'll go do it. Um, so if I was offered the right opportunity, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, just, just like you or other kind. it's like, there's a part of it where your heart will always be there. You always uh, enjoy that walk to the cage, knowing you've done the work and you're ready to go fight, fight someone else. Um, that's like a special thing that you don't, you don't get that in real life. It's not like you wake up in the morning and you got 20,000 fans cheering you to go do your podcast, you know, <laughs> it's just different. Um, and so I think there'll always be a part of us competitors who like they, we miss that. And I'll be honest about that. I don't ever want to be a full-time fighter again. If an interesting opportunity comes up, I wouldn't rule it out, but I'm not going to like do three or four fights a year or anything like that. All right, no, I hear you, man. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch this fight. And not only am I going to watch this fight, I'm going to go find one of your cryptocurrency podcasts and Ooh. I'm going to listen to it a little bit because you've kind of made me feel a little bit better about sticking with Bitcoin. So thank yeah. you. You got to read I the books, man. Bitcoin standards, uh, Bitcoin standards are the big one that a lot of people want to read first. Okay. All right, Ben. Well, look, good talking to you, man. And uh, maybe Thanks, we'll talk guys. to you before or after this fight, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you're doing it. And, uh, you know, I hope you stay healthy. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Later, Ben. All right. Take care. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, cryptocurrency. I, I didn't realize he was that into it. Um, that's a uh, that that I could literally. I just wanted to just pepper him with questions about cryptocurrency. Pepper him. Pepper. Um, Jimmy, listen, dude. Yeah. I know that's like me having a pod. He knows about that, Jeff. That's like me having like a podcast on VR. Yeah, why not? Why don't or a you? podcast on Star Wars? That'd be that. I mean, no, that'd be too childish, though. No, but I mean VR. I mean, look, you love it. I'm nothing wrong with that, Matt. There's nothing wrong with that. Dude, first of all, I'm 46 years old. What am I doing? You look younger. Okay. I'm putting my star. Gotta get you some ringtones. That's what you need. Some ringtones. Oh, are you going right into a um a um plug? A plug? No, 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 no. I'm just saying uh you you need to get yourself some ringtones. Yo, I seen some of my guys last night training, you know? And we'll talk about your ringtones. I'm sorry to cut you off on your No, no, no I, I was I was done with them anyway. I saw a raging ally Aquinta last night. You did. Now, is he training for something in particular, Matt? I saw him just, you know, staying dangerous. I saw saw him maybe possibly rolling around with a certain funk master, future champ. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, the be a fly in a wall in that room, Jimmy. I seen Marab the machine. I seen some people, you know, bullshitting a little bit, you know, talking to Al. What about Connor saying that that's one guy he liked to fight is raging out. Do you know I've I've we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um I I always like that fight and I love it for Al. Um I think it's a great it's a big fight. That's a really I love that I would love Connor just to take these fights in the division that are really great matchups. I mean that that would be an awesome fight to watch. It's a, I'm only saying it because he mentioned them. He mentioned them first. They're both coming off losses, hey. You know. That could be something, man. Guy went five rounds with a guy did the best with Habib out of everybody. Dude, he did the best, and he he was not even uh, not even training for that. I mean, he was training for a, again a fight that I still he was training for Felder, I believe, correct? Which yeah. is a fight, by the way, I still would love to see. Yeah, very very much. Listen, I'm biased as fuck. I know he's my guy, but yeah, Connor mentioned him, so I'm just saying that's not that's not bad to throw in that. What were you saying about ringtones? Oh nothing. I'm just I was just saying you need. I'm gonna send you. one. Uh, no, I don't want it. I'm because I know it's a chip thing. Why don't you send me a friend request on your VR, you effer? You know why? I haven't done any of those things because of uh, I have not done any because I'm still getting used to it. Uh, <laughs> but I will, of course, I will. You're the uh, the first person I would friend request. I have no uh, friends on this. Jimmy, I just don't like that. But the game you play, Matt, the. Uh, but I look, I went and got Vader Immortal. I have taken all your suggestions. I went and got um one population <laughs> yeah, one is so much fun. And listen, no, I don't but like you do though. like you do like the FedEx R. Love you, it. Dude, I, I like doing you, shit by sweating. myself. You're sweating, right? Isn't it? Well, I do it for five minutes. I don't do it for long. <laughs> How long does your wife do? Does she do like 40 oh, minutes? She does like the 16 minute ones or whatever else. She's stretched. 16, yeah. But I take out the squats. I don't want to do the squats. I do this. Oh, yeah, for your knees, but I do the squats too. Um, and, and you move out of the way. 
dude, to the music, you're punching the light things, they're blowing up. It's fucking, it's, I think it's like the future. You're feeling it, no? Shit, Jimmy. I want to get something, though. Like, I wish we didn't have to hold those things. And again, they're not even that. No, but bad. you know how you hold them. You got to hold them differently. You got to like hold through the yeah. ring. Don't hold them like a regular like controller. Oh, okay. okay. No, I, I, I do. Uh, this is why this is why I need my own VR show. Yeah. You understand? Hey, did you get Richie's plank walk? Branch out. What? No, I don't play that shit. Is that fun? Come on, get it. It's 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 a fun game. It's really creative. You might like it. And uh, the plank is scary. I'm afraid of heights. It's fucking scary. You get like a real plank for it, though. Is that what you guys do? You, you can. No, you don't have to. I don't. I don't have a real plank you... in my house. <laughs> you go to fucking. I see you in fucking Home Depot. You got a big yeah. fucking white wall. It's fucking stupid. Because uh, I you see need somebody room for that. a real plank. Yeah. 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 Nah, I don't know, Jimmy. I, I only have so many day, hours in the day where I get to Merc Fools. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Uh, Jimmy, I what's today? Wednesday? I'm not talking to today, today is Wednesday. Well, or, or when this airs, you'll probably hear us on Thursday. But uh, listen, I'm gonna be on Bilal oh, Muhammad's okay. show. This is the show. Is it this is the show? What the fuck is it called? I don't know. It's a trivia show, but go to Bilal Muhammad's Instagram, you'll find it. But I'll be on there doing some fun shit. I don't even know what I'm doing. I know I'm not going on Twitter, I'm not even on Twitter, but I like to have fun, Jimmy. I know you understand. You're a, I fun guy. Guy. You're a fun person. Thank you. Uh, listen, the new white, the new Dana White looking for a fight is out, good, and good. Uh, you know the one that got over one million views in a day. Well, I'm not taking credit for that. Habib was in it. Habib. Well, is still, you were part of the part of it well, was watching Habib well, interact with you. Well, that's what people were excited about. Well, you know, well, Dean. Uh, listen, Dean Thomas also give him a shout out. Yeah, Dean, Dean's great. Dean's diaries. Okay, you watch that, you know, they give him some support. But uh, all right, dude, listen, I'm out of here. Anything you want to plug? No, I mean, uh, again, <laughs> just go to get a cameo for Valentine's Day for me or Chip Chipperson. I am not on the app. I am only on the site. So go to cameo.com slash Chip Chipperson, cameo.com slash Jim Norton. I'm on cameo also. I love to do Valentine's cameos. You know, I do this into the yeah. cat. I go. Happy Valentine's Day. See that coming at you. Look, look. Good. I'm going to order one just to see that. <laughs> I'll stop talking to you over the weekend, Jimmy. <laughs> okay, but thank you to Bala Muhammad and thank you to Ben Askren and uh, Matt. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.